you. Welcome to our podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about one of the most famous, rich, and influential couples of the 21st century, Giselle Bündchen and Tom Brady. Their individual career, how did they first met, the babysitter's polemic, you listen to it, and much more now. It's been 15 years since they met. But, first of all, let's learn a little about Tom's career. Let's talk a little bit about how this sport of helmets and oval balls became the America's game, known and practiced from coast to coast of the United States. Football emerged in the 19th century in American universities, inspired by English rugby. The National Football League was founded in 1920, and the first edition of the Super Bowl took place in 1966. The game between the Green Bay Packers and Kansas City Chiefs sealed the union of the National and American Football Leagues, long-time rivals. Currently, the Super Bowl is an extremely successful event of marketing, audience, and why not fun. The two franchises with the most Super Bowl titles are Pittsburgh Steelers and New England Patriots, both with six titles each. There is, however, only one player who alone has seven titles, and most likely, you know what I'm talking about. No fear! No fear! Cut it loose! Let's start showing some fight! Come on now, let's go! You gotta play harder! You gotta play tougher! Harder, tougher, everything! That is another miraculous escape and throw for Tom Brady. Brady going deep. That's right, the own and only Tom Brady, one of NFL's biggest legends and Patriots' most beloved players. Rafael Parente, a mechanical engineer student currently living in Boston, Massachusetts, explained a little bit about Brady's and Boston's relationship. Let's hear from him. So Boston is really a city who likes sports. So we, we can see a lot of different things of different sports in the city, we have a beautiful museum about the sports in the city. And the American football is really present in the, in the life of the citizens of the, the Boston. Because we can see a lot of Patriots t-shirts in the streets. You can see a lot of stories mm, selling like caps, selling t-shirts, selling different products of Patriots. So I think it's one of those most important things in Boston is the cute sports culture they have here. Boston has has a lot of important idols in sport because yeah, they have the Boston Celtics, eh? the most important basketball team. About Brady, we can see a really feel of missing uh, about the scenes about Tom Brady. Uh, one one this happened when I went in the sports museum. I was talking with the guides, the tour guide of the museum, and he, he was showing some products, some things about Tom Brady and Grokowski. Yeah? Grokowski as the tight end of Patriots when Tom Brady was used to play here. Yeah? So he talks, so he don't play here anymore, 
but we miss a lot him. We support him a lot. So it's funny because a lot of times in the sports, we can see a player moving from one team to another team, and the people become uh, starts to hate him and these things. To Brady, no. To Brady, continue to be an idol here. Uh, my teacher uh, said a few weeks ago, like, oh, this part of the city was the part of Tom Brady lived here. So they are all the time uh, talking about Tom Brady. I think this is really nice because he don't live here anymore, but they still talking about him. So the Tom's career started at the turn of the century. After winning a scholarship from Michigan University, where he played the college football, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., or simply Tom Brady, was drafted in the 199 pick in the sixth round of the 2000 NFL Draft by New England Patriots. There began the trajectory of the greatest American football player in history, the GOAT. Since then, Brady has played 21 seasons and won seven Super Bowls, the league's title. Six with the New England Patriots and one with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This one during last season, the first season of Tom Brady in Tampa. But that's not just this what ensures the career of quarterback, current playing for Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady has a lot of records in NFL. He is the record holder in most appearances in Super Bowl with 10, most appearances in conference finals with 14, most times won the prize of MVP, the most valuable player of the Super Bowl with five prizes, most passes from touchdown including regular season and playoffs, 674, but this number goes up because he is being still playing. He is only quarterback to win the Super Bowl with teams from both conferences, Patriots in American Football Conference, the AFC, and Buccaneers in National Football Conference, the NFC. And he is the oldest quarterback to win the Super Bowl with 43 years. Today, Brady is 44 years old and he already said he intends to play at the least until he is 45 The training methodology and diet made by his personal trainer, Alex Guerrero, is what keeps Brady in peak physical shape. This methodology, called of TB12, became a franchise and is marketed like a guide lifestyle. To get an idea of the magnitude of Tom Brady's influence on American football, in addition to being an example when it comes to take care of the body, we asked to Leo Andrade, a Brazilian streamer who covers the NFL for the NFL Brazil portal and has a column on GA.com, a networking portal in Brazil. What's the most impressive thing about Brady and his greatest contribution to NFL history? And Leo answered this for Kutcast. What impresses me the most about Tom Brady and his uh, style of football is his longevity. Right, so he's been doing it for 22 years. He's now 44 years old, the oldest quarterback to ever play at such high level. He just won his seventh Super Bowl. And just the longevity and the high level that he is able to uh, keep 
is absolutely mind-blowing. And to have won seven Super Bowls, that is more than any other team in the history of the NFL. Uh, obviously, it's just um, one player who has seven, and the next best is a team who has six. Um, so I just love his uh, resiliency and his IQ, how, how he understands the game so easily. Um, and as far as his influence... Um, I think he's going to have such a big influence for the future because he set an example for any other quarterback in the future, not just to play well and to work hard, but to take care of your body, right? I think that's what he does more than anyone else is that he takes care of himself uh, more than anyone. That's why he can do it until he's 44 or he has been doing it until now when he's 44 and we don't know when he's going to stop and he does it better and longer than anyone ever has and that's because he takes care of himself and i think that's going to set an example for the future and that will have a big impact in future players but if in football tom brady is considered the greatest of all in brazil he is better known as gisele husband and this title is not a cause for discomfort because gisele is also the biggest of them all or rather, Gisele Bündchen is the most powerful model of all time. Gisele Bündchen. Gisele Bündchen. Gisele Bündchen. Gisele's career started by chance. She was spotted at the age of 14 in a mall in São Paulo during a school trip. She first auditioned at one of the most important modeling agencies in the world, the Lead Model Management. In 1994, Gisele took second place in the contest The Look of the Year and moved to São Paulo to invest in her career. Two years later, in 1996, Gisele went to New York City. There she received several refusals before becoming a phenomenon. 1999 was the turning point for Gisele Bündchen. The Brazilian model was on the cover of North American Vogue and was elected the model of the year by Vogue Fashion Awards. Gisele was considered the return of the curves on the catwalks and the new representation of the sensual model. From there, her career exploded. Gisele was the main angel of Victoria's Secret in the 2000s and walked the most runaway brands runlines in the main fashion weeks in the world. Valentino, Versace, Ralph Lauren, Dolce Cabana, Given Chai and Dior make up this list. In two decades of career, Gisele has more than 1,200 magazine covers. In addition, she was the highest paid model in the world for 15 consecutive years. She was also elected the most beautiful woman in the world by Vogue and Rolling Stone magazines, and was considered the only upper model of history by New York magazine. Gisele said goodbye to the catwalks in 2015, but she is still the biggest star of fashion history. And speaking about fashion history, this month was a milestone for it. For the first time in almost two years, the New York Fashion Week was back. 
During the COVID-19 pandemic, the fashion event was suspended as we usually know it and adapted to the online ways. Now, with the sleepless city under mass vaccination, the event gathered a live audience for the first time. As a celebration of fashion, it's safe to say that Giselle Bündchen is part of its core. As it was mentioned before, the Eternal Supermodel kickstarted her career exactly in that city, and she went global in one of these fashion events. As Isabella Suzuki, a journalism student working at the Steal the Look portal, states. Hi guys! First of all, thank you for having me today at this podcast. I'm very excited, so let's get started. Well, I, I think Giselle is the most powerful model in the world because she's very talented. You see, she was born to do what she does and no one can deny that. Also, she's very humble, she's very smart, and she took every single challenge from the beginning of her career and made it to a whole new level. For example, back in 1998, I guess, if I'm not wrong, she made her first runway walk for Alexander McQueen. It was a spring-summer collection, and she was only 18, and when she discovered that her runway look was going to be just a skirt with no top, like totally topless, she started to cry. She didn't want to. She thought her parents would be so ashamed and so embarrassed and she didn't want to do that. But uh, an assistant was there. Her name was Val. And she painted uh, with a white paint all over her breasts. It was looking like a top, like a croppet. And she was wearing a black wig and a heavy makeup. And it was, it, it was raining on the runway that day. It was in an artificial rain. And she was crying. They have this iconic photograph of her, of her with tears all over her face with the black makeup. And that photograph is amazing, you see? That what makes Giselle so special. No one could notice that she was crying, but she was there, strong and doing what she had to do. Back in the 90s, we had two different moments in the fashion. The first one was when these supermodels were just like Naomi Campbell. They were curvy, they had bigger thighs, they had more breasts, and that was the era of the supermodels. But we also had a Kate Moss moment when the supermodels were too skinny. They almost looked sick on the runway. And when Giselle first started, it was a Kate Moss era. Like, too skinny and the face were supposed to be perfect. And Giselle, she had a big nose. And a guy told her, a famous guy told her that she was never going to be successful because of her nose. Like, can you believe that? So, I mean, Giselle is gorgeous. She, she have a, a perfect face. Um, so, but, but can, you guys can imagine that, f that Giselle being chained her, that her nose was too big, her eyes were too small, that she was curvy to do runway walk. The changes that she calls in the fashion world is like, she transformed a way that producers, stylists, and bookers saw the girls. 
like a supermodel. A model, she doesn't have to have a perfect nose, a perfect lips, a super tiny waist. No, she can be different. She can have a tooth gap, and that can be her charm. She set the standards to every model to come after her, not only for her modeling skills, but for her charity work. Getting awarded with the Global Citizen Prize of Harvard's Medical School back in 2011, Giselle not only accomplished a lot alone, but found a soulmate in Brady that was a name for himself as well. The couple's history began 15 years ago, but this meeting was not planned at all. Yeah, Giselle had a reputation for being stranded, and some friends decided to make a blind date for her. She already said. In an interview, that it was the third date set up by her friends, and that was what worked out right away. She even revealed that she was pissed off, and the date lasted over three hours. Even Fall, she said, never watched football. But the couple doesn't live only in rules. In 2015, there was the famous case of the nanny. That, according to both of them, was a big misunderstanding. Christine Ozonin was 28 years old at the time, and initially started babysitting for actor Neil Patrick Harris until she was called to service Ben Affleck's family to care for his three children with actress Jennifer Garner. While the couple was going through. Difficult times in their relationship. The nanny, before starting work at Affleck House, had an engagement, but rumor has it she ended it all because she was in love with Ben. This all generated a stir in the media. The girl was even followed by paparazzi, controversial messages on the internet, like the phrase "She's just a girl." She's on fire from the song "Girl on Fire" by Alicia Keys. Furthermore, she was also spotted with a very expensive convertible, which raised suspicions that it would be a gift from Ben Affleck. This is all related to the couple Giselle and Tom, due to the fact that both are also having difficulties in the marriage, and the gossip world was amazed. Because the nanny would have taken pictures with the rings worn by Brady in the Super Bowl that year on a private flight. However, loose press reports say that Affleck would only have asked Tom to give the nanny a ride to Las Vegas, and Giselle would be on the same plane with him. This is most definitely a power couple, not only by their own individual achievements. But how they embodied the better together saying, isn't it right, boys? In addition to issues of gender and patriarchal hierarchy, in my personal perception, the illustrated example only reveals issues of national scope and niche interests. Both Giselle and Tom are super celebrities. Giselle is Brazilian and for many years was the biggest name in the fashion world. Tom Brady is the biggest name in the most popular sport in the United States. It is quite natural, therefore. That in certain contexts, one stands out from the other. Well, I like the influence they have on each other's audience. I can compare this phenomenon 
keeping the proper proportions to the Brazilian couple Fred and Bianca. Fred is the biggest digital influencer of soccer in Brazil, and Bianca is one of the biggest influencers of fashion and makeup in Brazil. The union of the two made the fans connect to. Tom's fans will follow Giselle's work and can learn a lot from her when it comes to lifestyle. The same goes for the other side, with Tom Brady lifestyle, healthy body and, and other. Whether to follow the couple's life or they work, they connected two words that historically are opposites. And it is amazing for me. There is no secret. Giselle Bündchen and Tom Brady are the best. And the way the best are together, they become unbelievable. Personally, I don't follow American football. That's why I know Giselle better. And of course, as we have talked about, Tom Brady is associated with her image and she is associated with him. Giselle and Tom are one of the most successful couples of our time, and no one can deny it. Well, this was today's episode of Cultcast. We really hope you enjoyed it and learned it with us. See you next time! This podcast was produced as an evaluation activity to the discipline English 3 teached by Romulo Santana at UNESP. The episode was written by Alberto Salvador, Caio Chiosi, Davis Catolin, João Pedro da Silva and Luciana Saravia. The edition was made by Matheus Klein.